Welcome everyone to Hawkeye Talk with Jimmy Hawk. This is season two, episode 41. Lots of basketball to talk about today. The Hawkeyes beat Maryland on Monday night. It was a pretty fun game. It was just a nerve-wracking game. The Hawkeyes couldn't quite put it away. But in the end, the Hawkeyes got the victory, and that's what counted. Um, We're probably going to be focused mostly on basketball here over the next month or two. Do plan to do a recap of this football season. Probably going to wait a week or two to get to that. But on Monday night, it was the Maryland Terrapins. Just kind of crazy. I, I talked about that, you know, in my last basketball episode, how Mark Turgeon just walked away from that Maryland job, was tired of the fan criticism, was tired of the booing when he was at games. And he walked away, handed it over to his former college teammate Danny Manning at the University of Kansas so Danny Manning is the interim coach at Maryland by the time the Big Ten Network joined the game it was 11 to 5 Hawkeyes I was kind of pumped to see that they joined a little late due to the Wisconsin upset of Purdue that game ran a little bit long and you know kind of look out for the Badgers Johnny Davis had 37 points in that upset of Purdue That was on the road in West Lafayette, and it's pretty impressive for them to beat the number three team in the nation. Coming up on Thursday, it's Iowa versus Wisconsin. It's a game to watch. Keegan Murray facing off against the Badgers sophomore, who's 6'5", averaging 22, 23 points, seven rebounds a game. Keegan Murray is the leading scorer in the nation. Johnny Davis is right behind him. Keegan followed the Davis 37-point effort with a 35-point effort of his own. Really amazing what we're watching with Luca Garza graduating, having success in the NBA. But who thought Keegan Murray would be on track to have a shot at being a consensus All-American in his sophomore year? And it's just amazing seeing both on women's basketball and men's basketball for the Hawkeyes, just these dominant players that they've brought in the last few years. Well, once this game got on the Big Ten Network, it was really entertaining for a short period of time. Just some really nice plays. Keegan Murray hitting a three. Joe Toussaint feeding Philip Robracha in transition. Patrick McCaffrey getting into the lane. He missed, followed with a putback. And then his second three of the half, Keegan Murray, he had 12 of Iowa's first 22 points. Then hit a fadeaway jumper just outside the block, making it. 14 of the first 24 points for the Hawkeyes for Keegan Murray. Just amazing to watch how he's developed into one of the best scorers, if not the best scorer in all of college basketball. Tony Perkins came in. The subs came in. Fran likes to do that wholesale substitution. And Tony Perkins missed a couple of long jumpers. He just seemed way off. They weren't even close. And Maryland got into a big run. You know, all the reserves, I I just mentioned Perkins because he was hitting them early on in the season. He went into a slump. He had a nice game last game. And I was hoping that that was going to be, you know, kind of a sign that he was getting it back. But all the Hawkeyes reserves were struggling, turning it over, missing shots, and everything was going the wrong way for the Hawkeyes. The starters came back in before too long. But a missed jumper by Tucson and a long three by Maryland made it an 11-0 run for the Terrapins. 
And then an easy layup for Abracha. Nice pass by Tucson. He had a heck of a game. But Maryland was getting second shots, and Iowa was just not looking sharp offensively at this point. A 21-6 run for Maryland, and they took a three-point lead. Just amazing. Iowa down 40-36 to at halftime. They had led 24-12. to So Maryland outscored the Hawkeyes 28-12 to to end that half. And the sequence at the end was just kind of a microcosm of that second 10 minutes of the half. Uh, Jabo, airball three. Keegan Murray misses the lob off the inbounds. You just don't see him, see him missing a shot like that, point blank. But somehow, the Hawkeyes overall shot 44% in that first half, 47% for Maryland. Iowa just 33% from three compared to 42% for Maryland. But the Terps just made... One more three than Iowa did. And the best free throw shooting team in the nation, the Iowa Hawkeyes, just two of five from the line in the first half. So really not getting to the line, but not making them when they got there as well. I think the Hawkeyes had five assists on the first seven baskets in this game and then just a total of nine assists for the half. Just poor ball movement turned into a lot of one-on-one plays. Uh, just not a lot of success doing those one-on-one plays. Offense really didn't look good. It's it's one of those rare times they happen in short sequences in games. But missed shots and turnovers. And I guess the Hawkeyes really only had four turnovers in that first half. Uh, just a couple of them kind of seemed bad at the time. But when you look back at the stats, not too bad there with just four turnovers. Iowa got out-rebounded by Maryland 22-16 to and 8-6 to on offensive rebounds. And just one steal for Iowa at the break. Fats Russell is a transfer from Rhode Island from Maryland. He's a good-looking player. He had 12 at half. Keegan Murray, 16 points. Philip Rabracha had 9 at halftime on 4-4 four four shooting. And Bohannon. Was just struggling. He hit one three, but he was one of five, one of four from three in that first half. And then the whole bench, just one point off the bench. That was a free throw by Chris Murray. Really non-existent and kind of kind of surprising. They've been there's been a couple of times they kind of went into hibernation this year, but for the most part, you know, it's been a really good bench for the Hawkeyes this year. They just struggled in that first half. If you're a fan of offensive basketball, this second half was a lot of fun. Iowa and Maryland just exchanging blows at the start of the second half. Maryland couldn't stop Keegan Murray, and the Hawkeyes couldn't stop anyone for Maryland. The Hawkeyes got it up to a 10-point lead with about five minutes left. Just some great contributions off the bench at this point, so I was feeling a lot better seeing Euless and Perkins and... and uh, Connor McCaffrey, but those guys coming off the bench and, and Chris Murray getting some contributions there. But neither team could make baskets the last few minutes. It stayed between about four and six points the last few minutes. Both teams struggled shooting. But up four with about a minute left, there was a huge play where Euless drove to the basket, got it to Perkins. He shot it in the lane. It was short. Airball, Keegan Murray corralled it got the bucket before the shot clock expired underneath the hoop. Just a huge play to give the Hawkeyes a little bit more comfortable lead. 35 points for Keegan to tie his career high. That was his last bucket of the game. Unbelievable. 
what this kid has turned into. He is just a monster. So it's up six for the Hawkeyes, but of course Maryland went right down, got a bank shot inside. So with 20 seconds left, the Hawkeyes need to make free throws up just four points. Keegan made two, then a three-point basket by Ayala for Maryland. Connor was one of two from the line. So things are still looking pretty good. Then J-Bo, shooting 96% on the year, hits one of two. The Hawkeyes are only up by three points. Iowa elected to foul Maryland rather than let them try to tie the game with a three-point shot and put the game into overtime. It did seem a little bit early, maybe. They weren't to half court yet, but you also don't want to foul where the refs say the player was in the process of shooting, get three free throws, so... I think they did the right thing, but it's a nerve-wracking deal anymore. You know, it's a three-point game. Maryland player steps to the line. You're thinking, what if he makes the first one, misses the second? They get an offensive rebound and kick it out for a three. Not likely. There was four seconds left, a little over four, um, but that chance is there. So it all worked out for how you know how Fran hoped it would there in the Hawkeyes. Ayala went to the line. He missed the first and then intentionally missed the second. And it has to hit the rim, which it didn't on that second one, so it was Iowa's ball. J-Bo got sent to the line again. Just need one free throw to end this game. Of course, he hits them both. And the Hawkeyes win 80-75. to Fats Russell hit a three at the buzzer. Did not release it on time. Not that it would have mattered, but holy cow. I mean, those games are just... You know, you're biting your nails watching these games. It's just kind of kind of crazy, but a nice home win for the Hawkeyes. A needed home win for the Hawkeyes and a needed conference win. Well, Keegan Murray, what can you say about him? He watched Luca Garza last year. He learned from Luca. He saw how he works hard. And I mean, this kid is gonna be an unbelievable NBA player. You know, Luca is doing a nice job in the NBA right now. A lot of people doubted Luka being an NBA player, and he's he's looking good out there. Boy, Keegan is so athletic and smooth. He can shoot the three so well. He's averaging 24.5 points per game after the 35 on Monday night, eight rebounds, shooting 59% of the field. It's just remarkable. He averaged 7.4, I think it was, points per game last year. Luca was the player of the year last year. He averaged 24 points per game, 8.7 rebounds, and he shot 55% from the field. But Keegan Murray, I mean, it's so early. We don't need to talk about this yet, but he's in the discussion as a guy that, you know, consensus All-American. Who knows? The sky is the limit the way this kid can play basketball. The Hawkeyes turned it on in the second half, shot 49% from the field to 46% for Maryland. Maryland hit nine threes to eight for the Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes only shot uh, 23s, and Maryland shot 25, so better percentage for the Hawkeyes. Keegan Murray was five of six from behind the arc. The rest of the team, three of 14. Again, just how valuable this guy is. Both teams shot really poorly from the free-throw line. Iowa came in as the best free-throw shooting team in the nation with just 12 of 19, 10 of 17 for Maryland. Most of Iowa's free-throws came at the end when Maryland had to foul 
and hope that Iowa would miss from the line. Maryland did out-rebound the Hawkeyes in this game, 38-34, to 13 offensive boards to 11 for Iowa. Not that far off. They just need to keep focusing on that. That's going to be really important in this Big Ten season. I mentioned one steal for the Hawkeyes at halftime, but five in the second half for the Hawkeyes. They were really getting after it on the defensive end. Both teams valued the basketball. The Hawkeyes just seven turnovers and nine for Maryland. All five of Maryland's starters scored in double figures, but just six points off the bench. They only had three reserves that played in this game. Eric Ayala, five of nine from three. He scored 19 points. He's a tough player to guard with his range. Fats Russell was next with 16 points. He had 12 at half, so just four in that second half, and he had four assists in this game leading the team. Keegan Murray willed the Hawkeyes to victory in this game. He was 14 of 21 from the field, 8 rebounds, 35 points. Philip Rabracha with his best game of the season. He had 13 points, 8 rebounds, 6 of 8 shooting. Again, I've been asking for him to get aggressive out there trying to score. You can see the talent that he has down on the block, and he had a really good game. And we're going to need that from him in the Big Ten with all the, big, the good big guys in the Big Ten Conference. Best game by Joe Toussaint we've seen in a while. He had nine points, nine assists, and he was flying all over the court, but mostly in control in this game. Getting to the basket off the dribble, getting steals, he had a couple of nice strong rebounds when they really needed it as well. Maybe the highlight of the game for Toussaint for me, he collapsed on the big guy down low, got a steal, immediately threw it ahead to Tony Parker for the transition layup. And he also hit a big three in the second half. That was really important. So, great game by Joe T. J-Bo, eight points, really just not his game. He was one of five shooting in the first half. He struggled from outside. Of course, they put him in a crunch time, and he knocked down some free throws. Uh, he did miss one, which was surprising, but he is a great weapon for the Hawkeyes to have at the end of the game. Just get the ball to J-Bo. You know he's going to pretty much knock him down from the free throw line. Patrick McCaffrey struggled a bit in this game, finishing shots down on the block. He even missed a dunk. What would have been just a beautiful transition play, a pass from Tucson, but just maybe not his day. Didn't seem to play a whole lot in the second half after going just two of eight from the field. Well, in crunch time, Euless was in at point guard. Kind of a surprise to me, the way Tucson was playing. Must be something about that end of game set that they run. Fran and the coaches wanted Euless in there, but he did a nice job. He seemed to run the offense well. He just did not have it in the first half, and then in the second half, he was really getting after it, and I think it's it's a confidence booster for him to be in there at crunch time like that. He had a late drive and a bucket, about seven minutes left in the game to give the Hawkeyes a three-point lead. First basket of the game for him. And Perkins as well. Perkins struggled in that first half, and he had some nice plays in the second half. Uh, getting some, both of those guys just getting some bench points, some assists, rebounds, getting after it on the defensive end. Euless had a great play where he drove through the lane. I'm thinking it's just going to be a turnover. He's too deep. Flipped it to Keegan Murray for a three swish. So it was six points for Perkins, two for Euless, but Big contributions off the bench from both those guys. 
McCaffrey, uh, Connor, and Chris Murray rounded out the scoring each, each with just one free throw made in this game. So the Hawkeyes win 80-75. to Iowa has to travel to Madison next to play the Badgers. They're one of my least favorite teams in America. Now 12-2, ranked 23rd in the nation. They beat third-ranked Purdue Monday night. You know, they, they got run out of the gym by Ohio State. I'm hoping the Hawkeyes can do the same to them. They have had some higher-scoring games around 80 this year, so they're not just the, the typical Wisconsin 50-point scoring team, grinded-out type team. They have Johnny Davis. He's averaging 22 points a game. They've got the nutter, Brad Davison. He's averaging 14 points per game. His fifth year of action after taking his COVID gimme year. You know, those are the guys to watch really for them. They don't share the ball that well. They don't turn it over. So that's that's part of their success. They only average about eight turnovers a game. Not a great shooting team. They're not great from three, but I'm sure it'll be one of the most annoying teams the Hawkeyes play this year. They're going to be throwing elbows. They're going to be putting bodies on guys. They're going to be playing defense like no other team. So let's see the Hawkeyes go to Madison and get a win. J-Bo has had some big wins there. One more for him sounds really good. Hawkeyes are now 1-2 and two in the Big Ten Conference this season. Beat the Badgers, and let's get to 500. Go Hawks! Go Hawks! 